1: Welcome, everybody, to the Dirty Slides podcast. I am your host, Joe Prano, coming to you live from an undisclosed location for my safety in Los Angeles, California. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host from the Lair in Venice Beach, California, Andy Laz Lazarus.
2: What it is, Joe. How are you, buddy? Oh, I am safe. I'm, I'm
1: staying safe as I can. Underground, trying to you know stay out of the mix and just uh you know, I, was,
2: I was watching um a, a classic steve martin movie the other night my blue heaven yeah about a man in witness protection it's, you know an italian man from brooklyn and witness protection i thought it, of you
1: yeah it relates too much to me these days i am i'm going into witness protection in uh new york this week so if Beautiful. everybody's if anybody's around the East Coast and <laughs> wants to come out and see a show, I've already got two spots uh, posted up at the stand NYC and more certainly to come. I will be landing. I'm, I'm flying out tomorrow night on the red eye landing in New York, going immediately to City Field for my Mets hosting your oh, really? San Francisco Giants.
2: Real quick. What airline are you going to the red eye with?
1: jet blue
2: fantastic
1: the official with
2: on american yeah and uh they had it in the exit seats in the exit row and it was fucking freezing right and i was like hey you got any blankets because these doors there's you know they're not they're not vacuum sealed tight and (laughs) it's minus you know 30 degrees up here at thirty thousand feet and uh they're like nah um Sorry, all those blankets are for first class, and we don't want to turn the heat up because the people behind you might, um, you know, might get hot. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking murder you, American Airlines.
1: They literally said, Sorry, Uh, freeze to death.
2: death." Yeah, that's what they said.
1: Yeah. So fuck American Airlines. You should have been like, Can I get 200 masks Uh, and then just weave them into a blanket?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they would have 200 masks for me
1: so i am uh i'm sitting here across town from where you are right now uh because and i just realized this recently andy Ruther has all the podcasting gear we've been doing zoom stuff for a while now but yeah it might be time to make that request so we can go what? we can get back to doing this live
2: let's do it live I, I got a full-on studio back here
1: i know i can see that you're in the the lair within the lair
2: the lair within the lair this, this is the only lair that i have now I've I've been delayered. Yeah. Like it used to be, the whole house used to be the last layer. And now it's a fucking cat layer and a lady layer.
1: Yeah. So you you have uh you have welcomed a lady into your home. Ridiculous. And how many cats did you come with? Two. And and how do the cats get along with our son? With our, our boy our good our boy. Yeah.
2: King. King is so sweet to these cats and these cats uh, uh, treat him like a second-class citizen. And His feelings are always hurt because they In his own away. home. In his own home. All he wants to do is uh, snuggle with these cats. A microcosm
1: and, uh, of every uh, cohabitation between man and woman. The really? man invites the woman, woman into in his home. home. She Made immediately like starts friend. torturing him.
2: Yes. Immediately.
1: And he was like, I had such a good life and I'm trying to be nice to you, yeah. And for some reason, you he just
2: can't get like everybody in the world likes King, except for these two cats, and he just doesn't get it. You know? <laughs> He's such a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. So um,
1: I, I'm across town from you, and I am watching our teams play on here in the background. It's been a been a uh, a wild game so far. You guys came out to a hot start. Yeah. Mets, Mets have fought, fought and clawed their way back to a four-four game, and I believe the Mets are bringing in Seth Lugo at this point. So, congrats to you on your win! And
2: uh, I feel it, like Seth Lugo. Last time we saw Seth Lugo live, he threw like eight shutout innings.
1: Honestly, he was so magical for a, a minute there. He was yeah. I, the World Baseball Classic really got him like some confidence. Then he He's was like new man. he was like a starter and then they put him in the bullpen. He was like, I could throw one inning whenever you want. And now yeah. I don't know. I you know, I I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but I think you know, we might he might be a, a uh victim of the sticky stuff removal because it was all all the talk about Seth Lugo was spin rate, spin rate, spin rate. Oh and now the last couple of years he can't get anybody out.
2: No, no more spider attack. It's like him and uh, Garrett Cole, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I don't know if you saw this, but now quickly becoming one of my favorite people in all of baseball, he already was one of my favorite people, but he's quickly moving up the ranks. Buck Showalter um, said he believes there should be a universal uh, legal substance for the baseballs unless they're going to change the baseballs because basically he was saying that uh, these guys need some sort of sticky stuff, or they need to ba- make this baseball not so slick out of the box.
2: Yeah. What happened to all the guys like rubbing them up? You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. where, like, let's be honest. Are these baseballs made in America? I'm
1: sure they're not right.
2: No, well, they're not. So, right. I mean, as long as you're paying the kids 12 cents an hour to make some baseballs, you can't pay them 13 cents an hour to rub them up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right i mean there, there's definitely a guy on each team whose job that is right that's like an equipment assistant equipment manager's job or something like that
2: i thought yeah that was like basically your first job as like clubhouse attendant you know your junior club your junior clubby yeah right
1: you're in it charge is, of all all things balls rubbing
2: like up your, balls like jock straps. Work working <laughs> in a restaurant. yeah it's like rolling up it's like marrying <laughs> ketchups or rolling up uh Forks and knives. Yeah. I and mean, working in a restaurant, rubbing up balls.
1: They're like, all right, that's it, everybody. It's like, we're done for the day. It's like, except you, you gotta you gotta roll up some napkins <laughs> before yeah. we go. Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh um, exactly.
1: so we'll see. We'll 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 see what happens with Seth Lugo in this uh in this inning. You'd because think
2: you'd think with the money they save by not paying any of their minor leaguers, they'd have somebody to rub up some baseballs.
1: Yeah, well, they should just give minor leaguers major league baseballs to rub up to make a couple extra bucks. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> did you we'll did you another. see
1: did you see the first checks that minor leaguers got this year?
2: Oh no 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 no!
1: They were in like I don't know because the season started like on a janky fashion or whatever, but like I don't know. I think it was like a, a partial, pay, but basically every minor league They prorated league, it. Yeah, every minor leaguer's first paycheck this year was between, like, 50 and $80. Oh, and that. And uh, whatever, I forget what it was now, Beats headphones or something like that, but whatever the gift that uh, Manfred gave every big leaguer was, like, significantly huh. more than...
2: Every minor... What he every, gave the interns. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. What he wants yeah. to be the interns. Damn. So, like, uh, an average ticket what you pay for an average ticket is more than a minor leaguer made this month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> two. If you get, if you get the maximum amount of beers that one can get at a ball game, which is two, you, <laughs> you paid more <laughs> than,
0: a
2: minor
1: than a minor leaguer made this month. <laughs> it's insanity.
2: Dude. Oh,
1: now uh, we got to start at the top because I checked it uh, yesterday, with with this series supposed to have started yesterday. Um,
2: it was it rain? Why did it get postponed yesterday? Yeah,
1: rain postponed for weather, and now so we'll have a doubleheader today. And I'm going to come over your way after this episode is wrapped, and we put it on, yeah. up 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 on the internet. Um, did I lose you? No, there you are.
2: No, no, no. I'm in. okay. Yeah.
1: Um. So after we get this up, I'll come over and watch this. But prior to this, I, I checked the overall league standings because I know the Mets are in first place in our division because yeah. not hasn't been a great division so far. But the NL leaders prior to uh, yesterday, I believe, we you got you and the Dodgers were seven and two. The Mets were seven and three, a half game back in uh, in in national league standings. And those were the, wow. and those were the three teams in the National League with seven wins so far. With you know a few teams not having played as many games as us, but it's a good day to be a, a Mets and Giants fan.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like all the cousins are the best teams in the league. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh the cousin Mets are um doing what the Giants are doing by uh stealing or bunting up. 13 runs in the sixth inning (laughs) and stealing up 10 to one in the first. Um, I don't know if you heard Gabe Kapler's explanation for this.
1: No, but I can't wait to hear it.
2: Okay. Well, what he said was, he basically said, I understand their frustration. And, but we're here to score as many runs as possible because we're trying to burn out your bullpen every series. Wow.
1: I and do, I, do not, I do not us, hate I do not hate that explanation.
2: I don't hate the explanation and I understand it, but while I'm watching it, I don't like it. Yes. Um and 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 to give him his credit, he said, Look, um we're not trying to hurt your feelings, but this is what we're there to do. And if you do it to us, perfectly understandable. We're not gonna make a, a mess of it.
1: Now was this, was the bunt um, early in a series?
2: Because I, I don't hate. I don't know exactly. I can't, I couldn't tell you. I know, I know they stole up 10, 10 to one.
1: That one makes a lot less sense.
2: In, in the first inning, which I would be like, if I was playing that game, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? No, I mean, I'm old school. Like this is just how I've been brought up, you know? But I could see that, you know. It's the first inning. Who knows what's going to happen? It's not like the other team's going to stop trying to hit the ball. I can see that. But man, when they bunted up thirteen to two in the sixth, I was like, "Yo, I don't I, like I, this one bit."
1: I kind of i kind of, the the stealing bothers me more
2: than the bunting. Yeah. Oh, the bunting bothers me way more Beca-
1: because I feel like stealing. It's like you're and i understand it's way earlier in the game but you're up 10 you're up 10 out of the gate like your offense came to play that day there's i'd love to see the the number of times
2: was late in the series now that you say that i think it was the last game i think it was the getaway day
1: yeah and then like to me if if his approach is we're here to burn out your bullpen and you get like you know, you're in game one of a three or four game series and you're like, I'm actually by doing this playing to win tomorrow and Sunday. I don't hate it, but it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous.
2: And I don't know if they were even doing this last year, but they won 107 games last year. Right. You know, so, I mean, I think it's more than this burn out your bullpen game, but... Man, now I, I, that, I don't like it.
1: That's the second time in two days. We just talked about on Dirty Sports yesterday, Joe Madden walking Corey Seager with the bases loaded to give yeah. the uh Rangers a four two lead. Um and I said at the time when what, I, where or, in the
2: game was that? What what inning was that? I
1: wanna say it was like relatively early, like the fourth or the sixth or something like that. It wasn't 40s? that.
2: Seeger. Yeah. I like I, I mean, your boy, uh, your manager now, now, uh uh Buck Showalter, um, he walked Barry Bonds with the bases loaded. Yeah. With I think with nobody out. Um, but I mean that's Barry Bonds. This is Corey Seeger.
1: Yeah, but I said at the same time, uh, hold on one sec. Um, I said to I said to Andy Ruther yesterday, I uh, once again, don't hate it. It's ridiculous, but I don't hate it because, you know, the AL West and the game the 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 Angels went on to win that game, I think, like nine, six or something like that. Uh, The offense is, again, kind of came to play. The, it sort of backfired in that the Angels uh, ended up giving up numerous runs in that inning. I think it maybe even got to 6-2. Uh-huh. And, and his reasoning was, you know, I don't want the game to be blown open. And it kind of got blown open in the process anyway. But they ended up coming back to win. Um, and also, he talked about that it was like lighting a fire under his own team's ass. And that reasoning, sort of the way Gabe Kapler was like, I'm here to fucks with your bullpen. I'm like, these these secondary, like underlying mental games. Right. That these managers I mean, are playing. It's
2: a long season. It's a yeah. long season. And if you know what you're doing with the mental games, great. Great. And I mean, Joe Madden, like some guys like that shit. Like yeah. I know, I know Pat Burl when he played for the Rays, and Joe Madden was uh, I don't know if he was managing the Rays, he was a bench coach for the Rays, or or what he was doing with them. Um, um you know, he made him dress up, you know, for plane rides and shit. And like Pat Burrell well, at the time was kind of a, a veteran. He was like, "Man, leave this clown shit at home. This is for you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." You know? Um.
1: But, and Joe Madden was like, "All right, clown shit. Now you have yeah. to dress in like so, a clown, yeah, <laughs> size forty six shoes."
2: <laughs> then Pat Roll was like, "All right, just fucking release me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the, 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 just to keep you up there. I don't know if you got the game on there in the background, but I yeah, did. I did. A, I did a, four, four. a, a botched uh, double play by the Mets, and now instead of being out of the inning. Seth Lugo has uh has gone full here and uh, don't with, worry with guys it's on second ahead. and
2: third. You're gonna so. be all right. I think I might be a second ahead of you.
1: Oh no, we're gonna oh, great, okay. great. You're gonna,
2: be all right. You're gonna be all right. It's so yeah. great
1: to it's it's great just, to hear. It's
2: Jason Bossler.
1: You love to see it. All right, out of the inning. So mm-hmm. that we we head to the middle of the eighth tied four yeah. uh, four. now those were kind of the uh the the managerial craziness to start the year. Yeah. Um, What what are your other early season hot takes besides essentially the Mets, Dodgers, Giants leading Uh, the NL? What are your other fun hot takes?
2: My other fun hot takes are uh, the Blue Jays are the greatest hitting team I've ever seen. (laughs) We kind of called this going into the year. I think the Blue Jays are like uh, they're the new death lineup, you know. While we're looking, while well, we're looking for a new moniker for the new the death lineup 3.0 in Golden State right now, the the new death lineup is is uh, everybody's every 90s big leaguers kid all together um, in Toronto. Good lord! Uh,
1: yeah, now what are we what, yeah what are we gonna call this lineup? Like we call it like instead of Murderers Road, we call it like. The sons of murderers row, right,
2: right, right, right.
1: <laughs> sons of sons of yeah. anarchy.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's <laughs> sons of anarchy.
1: <laughs> uh, well,
2: you're uh, welcome, Toronto.
1: Uh, we could call it Surrey for your troubles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, this anarchy all about?
1: Yeah, <laughs> a boot, a boy.
2: Because <laughs> it's all their sons. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. I like Sons of Anarchy.
2: I like Sons of Anarchy. I mean, like, you welcome Toronto, Jesus. I mean, what a lineup, though. Yeah. Good Lord. It's and they it's... lost um and they lost the kid from Oakland who went to Texas. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, whatever. Who yeah.
1: cares? They're like, oh no, we're we're not spending. We're we're literally growing. We're having we're having former big leaders jizz into a petri dish. <laughs> And we're literally growing a farm system, right?
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just surprised we don't see Alomar's kid up there. Didn't he live at the Sky Dome?
1: Yeah, just right.
2: Visiting everywhere.
1: <laughs> the uh, The Toronto Blue Jays are have uh, have scored a bunch of runs so far, but they have a minus three run differential because they're also giving up. Uh, some runs. They're only six and four, they're four and two at home and two and two on the road, but they are one game up on the Yankees and red Sox and one and a half games up on Tampa Bay and three games up on Baltimore, which may as well be 30 because Baltimore is three and seven. Honestly, let me ask you something in, in your lifetime, is there a worse run for a franchise that is so, um easy on the eyes like the stadium's beautiful the uniforms are beautiful the history of the franchise is beautiful but the current state of the franchise for you know essentially since buck showalter left
2: (laughs) yeah 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 is there a worse run a worse run i mean in
1: terms of like you know it's like through the years like you get that twins. The twins go bad for a little while, and you're like, "Cool, you're playing in the fucking Metrodome." Like, I yeah. don't give a Gross. shit if you I live or die.
2: <laughs> right, 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 right. Like the Florida I
1: mean, Marlins are playing in a on a football field. You're like, "Cool," it, like let's retract your team.
2: Right, I'm trying to think of the other sports. I mean, I, I guess you, I guess it's your New York Knicks because it's a it's a terrible run. Sick unis, yeah. Sick stadium, sick fan base, right? Yeah. Great history. I mean, pretty good history, right? Yeah. No, sorry for bringing that up,
0: but no.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, this is the second time I've been kicked in the stomach with the Knicks today because somebody sent me an article that uh, due to how bad the Lakers were, Carmelo Anthony probably will not be re-signing with them and is looking to rejoin the New York Knicks. <laughs> And I was like, I will fucking leave. I like that. <laughs> that will be the last route. Like, I feel like I accomplished something by <laughs> by surviving the Carmelo Anthony era in New York without abandoning them, even though I wanted to from the second he was signed. This, uh, is,
2: this is all you have to do. I, I claimed a, um, a separation from the Warriors in the year 2000. I think the year 2000. I think it was like. I'm not watching Corey McGetty get fouled again. I'm just I'm (laughs) out. You know, this isn't a divorce, but this is a separation. If I have to watch Corey Magetty miss a layup and then go uh shoot free throws again, I'm out. And I just, you know, I I took my time until I think uh Larry Hughes got drafted. And I was like, oh yeah, we back. (laughs) We're back.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, well, hopefully it's that
2: separation, you're separated. Yeah. Like if, hopefully,
1: if no hopefully that, hopefully that doesn't happen because I can, yeah. I, I can survive even though I hated the Julius Randall move and I was open about it. And then I, I, uh, you know, took my lumps and said, no, I was wrong. Randall and Tibbs. I was wrong. Like I, I you know, I don't often say I'm wrong about yeah. sports sports takes, but I did it. And then, Almost God punishing me for saying I was wrong I was like, no, you weren't wrong. That was one year where they fucking both tried, and now they're both back to their dumb shit.
2: It was, it, you know, what I just thought about it like this: it's, it's just like a year where like everything went right, and you guys won forty-eight games, but
1: and, it, it and, and lost in the first a, it round, was too
2: much of a jump. And so you this year you won like thirty-five games or whatever, yeah, and that yeah. was that was a more like reasonable jump up so you're actually on track you just kind of got off track with this you know crazy good year
1: yeah i, I i'm i'm fine with that that's yeah. fine okay. um so
2: that was the that
1: was the al east uh let's keep going through the
2: Shout out, uh, uh let me before we get i just want to say cedric mullins um bat flip the other day
1: i mean it It we in here at the dspn networks uh we have called for a lot of free so-and-so you know uh i was the leader of the free matt stafford campaign and he got freed and immediately got is it time for free cedric mullins
2: yeah yeah it's time if you show any kind of spark on that team free yeah i mean uh they need to free joey Votto first but, well, Joey
1: Votto's not doing himself any favors to get free. He's playing horribly so far, uh, but, you know, wow. a- absolutely. I mean, he's, I feel like he's earned the right over the years to call he can for be his depressed freedom. depressed
2: if he wants. Like, he can be depressed if he
1: wants. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the way, uh, and we've talked about this before, either you or I or me and Ruther or all of us, uh, the way – Albert Pujols has been reunited in St. Louis just to hit against lefties in a DH role. And it already has a bomb, which fucking feel good story of the first couple weeks. Yeah. Um, Joey Votto should be able to go up to Toronto and just, you know, be a
2: hey guys, can I, can I come join for just a little bit? Yeah. You know, I'm the son of, you know, Stan Votto. Yeah. <laughs> Never made it to the big leagues, but you know jo- I
1: got- Joseph Votto the first. <laughs> like, um, No, but yeah, again. anarchy, bro. But also, like, gives him an opportunity to win. uh, yeah. Becomes a veteran in a clubhouse of young guys. Right. Uh, like, can can spot hit, can play a little first base. You know, can you know,
2: do whatever.
1: But him you know. and him, lo- the way Dom Smith and Pete Alonzo, you know, sure. share share That's first base in DH. Let's just yeah. do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, free Joey. Get him to the Sons of Anarchy. Look, let him have some fun. Um,
1: The Chicago White Sox off to a nice start, six and three uh, in the AL Central, and the only team over five hundred. The Cleveland Guardians four and five. The Detroit Tigers four and five. The Minnesota Twins four and six, and the Kansas City Royals three and five. Uh, I think we we pretty much agreed going in that uh, this was the White Sox division again.
2: Yes. The only question is, who's going to get Shane Bieber at the trade deadline?
1: That's a great question.
2: That, that should be, like, who knows? Like, what that, if the Rockies that, are good? What,
0: what if the, the Rockies <laughs>
2: are good and they get Shane Bieber? What if the Rockies are serious? Who knows? Well, I know. I you think know. That, I think he'll be the number one get
1: this right. year. He'll guy. be the guy. He'll be the guy everybody wants at the deadline. So, well, let's just jump around a little bit. Are the Rockies for real?
2: Apparently, their bullpens for real. Yeah. Um, that. That. I mean, I haven't seen any Rockies games yet, but their bullpen is something like, you know, zero, 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 not letting anybody do anything. So, who
0: the knows?
1: rock. The Rockies started out uh, the season uh, winning a series against the Dodgers and the Dodgers have not lost a game since, (laughs) but the Rockies, uh, beat the Dodgers, you know, go two and one in that series against the, uh, Dodgers. They sweep a two game series against the, uh, Texas Rangers Yes, they sweep a two game series against the Texas Rangers. And then they split a four game series at home with the Cubs before beating the Phillies yesterday. So, I mean, the Rangers are whatever. I mean, it's early in the season, obviously. It's really
2: early. It's really early. I, I, I mean, the Rangers, I think, were better than everybody expected last year. They spent a ton of money this year. They've had, you know, you. I feel like anytime there's some huge free agent signings with one squad, um, they always get off to a slow start.
1: And and that's I mean, sort of classic Rangers. Yeah. In yeah. terms of they love to spend on hitting, they never spend they on never pitching.
2: Never spend on pitching.
1: And they are still, you know, they're they're two and seven. They're the worst team in the AL West by far. But let's stick with your NL West. Uh, the Dodgers are eight and two. Your giants are seven and two with two games playing today uh, in New York, Colorado, seven and three San Diego, seven and five Arizona, three and seven. The NL West is almost like the AFC West. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of power yes. right, right
2: now. Right. Do I mean, it's really the question. Do we think the Rockies can hang on? I think Arizona's bad. building. Bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, is San Diego going to make up for kind of a really disappointing season last year? Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think they will. I, I, I just can't imagine a team that talented is not going to win 90 games.
1: The, uh, the Dodgers, again, lose two of three on the road at the Rockies. They've since won seven straight uh, and are eight and two, and are five and zero no at home. Your I Giants, your Giants are playing really well, but with the lineup that the Dodgers have,
2: yes, yeah. I mean, it, do you, get, do you give day, yourself?
1: Do you give yourself any hope of winning the NL West?
2: I mean, I do because I've seen these guys win one hundred and seven games, and like, I, I didn't think they'd do it last year. I don't think they're going to win one hundred and seven games, but like the Giants' staff is really good. Yeah. I mean, you might've lost Alex Cobb today, but I wasn't really counting on Alex Cobb to be anything more than a, a three,
1: but he was pitching really well. Even today. I mean, that the, the, yeah. the, the leg injury today is what gets the Mets into your bullpen and yes. changes the game. Right. Um, it seemed like it was starting to happen anyway, but, uh, he did. I, mean, didn't I think the, the, the Giants well. are
2: going to need a hitter down the road. Um, Um, I think their staff is really good, but who knows? You know, I was just thinking about um, maybe like Gabe Kapler's, you know, stealing with up 13 runs, uh, you know, bunting up, sorry, bunting up 13 runs, you know, stealing when you shouldn't, bunting when you shouldn't, is a way to um, combat these, you know, like this, this whole new bullpen where the starters aren't, you know, prized anymore. They only go five innings. Well, that's why I want to play this game. Okay. We'll play it like this.
1: That's why I liked it. That's why I said I didn't hate it because yeah, you know, at this point now, especially early in the year, the way these managers baby these pitchers, it's like, you're expecting your starter. You're hoping your starter goes six, (laughs) maybe five. Right. Five, six innings. So getting into the bullpen earlier than that, let's say you're in a series where you're like, you're kind of counting on, oh, they're, they're starting pitcher and going to give a, them 15 to 18 innings. If we can cut that number in half, if we can cut that number to nine innings of the series.
2: Your bullpen is taxed for a week. Yeah. And, a- and,
1: and, and in a way, like, like again... Uh, in terms of the, the long term strategy, not just like, oh, fuck, these guys come Sunday when their bullpen is going to be taxed, but fuck them, you know, now playing next week. Like, we're, we're just trying to we're just trying to make everybody worse all the time. And I wonder, I wonder if- I think
2: about it, it, the more it's 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 crazy heartless.
1: The, the old, I guess, the only downside of the only downside of it would be like you know if you try to fuck with the Mets bullpen like this week, right? And then right. Uh, the, the, so let's say they have the Dodgers next. It's like, are you giving your opponents like in your your interdivision opponents a chance too? I wonder if he's taking the strategy that deep, where he starts scouting who they've got next on the schedule.
2: Uh, why wouldn't he? I love it. I love it. This kind. Why this,
1: this is sort of serial killer manager behavior
2: a little bit. And like now that like, he's so weirdly like he's got waxy skin and he's like, <laughs> like former model. It's all starting to make, it's getting real Dexter right now. It's, it's, it's
1: real. It's a real fucking American psycho. <laughs> he's
0: he's no,
2: like, what's the game Kapler? What's his name? Patrick. Bates. Yeah. Um, you think okay, so like, what is the what is the adjustment to the adjustment? So if if Gabe Kaplan is going to go Patrick Bateman and try to destroy your bullpen, I think the natural adjustment is to bring back the goons, like bring back Rob Dibble, who's just there to be like, really, you want to do this? You want to <laughs> do this? Okay, we do this. Okay. I'm going him. I'm-
0: your lineup,
2: you know
1: yeah i i, I kind of love the idea of if you're trying to get into our bullpen like be careful what you wish for we have we have some serial killers in our bullpen
2: exactly yeah <laughs> exactly because like dude I'm, I'm just telling you like on the field if i was on the field and i'm am watching the guys fucking steal a fucking 13 runs I'm pissed. Yeah. I mean, it's emotional. And like Gabe Kappa is like, fuck your feelings. Like, I understand. You're mad. You don't want to do it to us. Fine. I don't care. This is what we're doing.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love it, honestly.
2: Yeah. I kind of I love it, too, the more I think about it. But I, I'm just thinking about the next, what's somebody going to do? What's the adjustment to the adjustment, basically? What, what's going to happen next?
1: So let's let's get back to these standings and then we'll get back to some of the the news. We went through the AL East the AL Central, the NL West. Let's go to the NL Central surprise surprise St. Louis Cardinals are five and three leading the division uh, in a tie with the six and four Chicago Cubs Milwaukee
2: America, by the way the Cardinals uh,
1: no. I, I know they're I, who was it? it's fucking what's his name because um, they got rid of the other dude. Yeah. At the end of last year and everybody's like, wait, what?
2: He was pretty good. Yeah. He was, he, was, he was too mean. I don't know.
1: It's uh, oh yeah. It's a Marmal Oliver Marmol. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember seeing his, his name last week and being like, that sounds like this jacket, the ski jacket I wear. <laughs> um, uh, but he was their bench coach, Ollie Marmal. Okay. And, uh, you know they like everybody all, like I just kind of assumed that the Cardinals would be in the mix um, you know Milwaukee is just a half game back six and five the Pirates are five and five which is remarkable considering their roster amazing, amazing. <laughs> And then the Cincinnati- well, I
2: mean the Pirates did something recently they they signed their young talent to Brian Anderson and uh, Charlie Hayes' kid Come- Fuck, what's it, (laughs) Brow, Kenna Brow. I don't know.
1: They didn't want want him poached by the Sons of (laughs) Anarchy.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, I mean, good for them. They're like, okay, we got some talent. We're going to sign them to a few years. Like, have them be around. Like... I mean it's more than Cincy's doing.
1: Absolutely. And since he we talked about it at length on the Dirty Sports Podcast. Yeah. And Andy Ruth are obviously spinning that their their owner went on record as to say where are the fans gonna go. Like what else are they gonna do? Yeah. What else are they like, gonna do?
2: Put chili on their spaghetti. Go yeah,
1: ahead. Exactly. He was literally it was literally more than like, who else are you gonna root for? He's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. He's what are like, you gonna do? The amusement basketball
2: p- <laughs> basketball's not playing right now what He's are you like, gonna the,
1: do the amusement park doesn't open till memorial day no <laughs> no one eats chili in the spring
2: <laughs> <laughs> king's island's closed buddy yeah what are you gonna
1: do <laughs> yeah what literally what the fuck else are you gonna do and, and their fans are like yeah you're right I guess what are we gonna do <laughs> Oh, man. Laz is frozen on my screen, which means he's probably frozen on the recording, but I wish I could share a screenshot of of Laz's frozen face here because it is quite enjoyable. We've lost Andy Laz. Laz, are you with us? Is this my uh, internet or is this your internet? I believe Laz may be restarting. Uh, Update on this. Mets Dodgers game, or sorry, Mets Giants games, 4 4 in the bottom of the ninth, but uh, the Mets have just drawn a leadoff walk. So the game winning run on first base uh, here in the ninth with Robinson Cano of all people uh, line, lined up. I've got Andy Laz has left the building. Andy last laughed himself out of the building on a uh, on a what the fuck else is Cincinnati going to do? I think he's in search of uh, Kings Island season pass a la Andy Ruther right now. I am waiting for him to rejoin. Uh, This may or may not make the final cut, but uh, we shall see. The Mets have moved Dom Smith into the on deck circle, which you love to see. I've got to assume that. Robinson Cano here, who is hitting 192 on the season, will not be bunting, although I I I, w- I would sort of approve of it. Andy Laz has rejoined the building. Uh, we back. He, he back. He back. All right. I I feel like I did a decent job of keeping this this uh, boat afloat while while you were gone, so I think I might just leave all that in.
2: Okay, I was I was talking too uh, because you were frozen. So, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I was like I was like I think the recording of this is just going to be from my side, which is hilarious because I was like you you Fire. froze you froze mid laugh on my uh, on my side. <laughs> it was a good joke. Was a good joke. It was a, joke. <laughs> it was a great joke, even. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, yeah What's it like, gonna do? Yeah, nothing. W- nothing. Eat it. <laughs> Um, the, let, let's, let's take a jump over to the AL West where a team that I said was going to finally give in, uh, the Houston Astros once again, lead the division at six and four Oakland six and five Oakland un unbelievable. Like they just, they're like, it doesn't matter We're it's just the Jersey and the socks. Like we're not, the players don't matter.
2: Don't you think since it would just like go over to Oakland and be like, how do you guys do this? Yeah, how do you do this? Because like, you pay your guys three hundred thousand dollars total for the whole team. I want to do that. Yeah, I really want to do that. How do you do that? Wouldn't they, like, why wouldn't they take notes?
1: They're like, we have great baseball guys in the front office. They're like, oh, that probably costs money too. Fuck uh, it. What, what, what are they gonna do? Cost? What are they <laughs> gonna do? Go to fucking Buffalo Wild Wings. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> and it's the same. It's the same. The same joke and the same pros in Andy Lazarus. This is a remarkable. <laughs> Technical difficulties today. The Andy Ruther curse. <laughs> it sounds like I'm frozen, but on my side. Sure oh, you're you're back. You're back.
2: Okay. 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 Now you're back. Okay, great.
1: We're back. We're back. We're no more, no more uh, uh, Queen City jokes. We can't t- <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's it's like,
1: it's like saying Macbeth. It's like saying Macbeth in the That's theater. We can, we can't talk about you know who's hometown baseball club or his curse will infect our podcast. All
2: right, the AL West, the AL West.
1: The AL West, uh so my my thing with the AL West is like it's remarkable that uh the Oakland is 6 and 5. But then we also have the LA Angels who are 6 and 5 and I'm rooting for the Angels to be good. I really am. Uh Noah Syndergaard is two and zero and pitching fantastically. He showed up in uh, Houston today, I think, in a Hawaiian shirt and a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Uh, I approve of this message. Yes, yes um, Otani's already hitting bombs, six and five, Seattle five and five. And the Texas Rangers who spent literally half a billion dollars in like the first four days of free agency are two and seven.
2: <laughs> I mean that's funny.
1: And have given up 59 runs, which I believe is like, I mean, it's definitely the most runs given up in their own division. It's the most runs given up in the AL. No one else. Yeah. The only other team in the AL in the 50s is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They just like, it, it, it just seems so reckless to me. Like, how do you do this? How do you spend all that money and not spend any on pitching? Not,
2: not one pitcher. Like I was trying to name, like, could you name five ranger pitchers from any era?
1: <laughs> it would be hard.
2: Nolan Ryan.
1: Kenny Rogers.
2: Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Cliff Lee. Uh,
1: Jack McDowell. Didn't he pitch for the Rangers for a minute?
2: Possible. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know Oda McDowell played for him. But Ke- he uh,
1: uh, Kevin Brown pitched for the Rangers Kevin for a Brown, bit, didn't he? Right. Um, who else?
2: I mean, there, there has to be somebody else. We gotta, there's got to be a fifth Ranger pitcher
1: out there. We even uh, – I mean, they made a World Series one year.
2: Yeah, with Cliff Lee against the Giants. Yeah. Josh Hamilton and all them, them fools.
1: Who else like, pitched on that people. team? What? Who else pitched on that team?
2: (laughs) Oh, like like, did Cole Hamels maybe pitch on that team? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) they lost. We killed them. Like four to one. They couldn't pitch.
1: The Mets. Wow. The Mets going with guys on
2: second and third. They bunted a guy over with first and second. Look at that fundamental baseball. They
1: have they have first and second, and they bunted a guy over. How do you feel about that decision? Love it. You love uh, it.
2: Got to, got to.
1: Because you only need the one run, so now you're a fly ball away.
2: Right? Yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you, you're anything away. You're a batted ball away. You never know. Like that was a tough pitch to bunt too. That was like a slider that went down. He, I mean, nice job by uh, whoever Lu- is. Luis Giarme,
1: Luis Guillorme, who has recently uh, removed his uh, extensive beard. Oh yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about it, and now we have Tyler Jankowski. Uh, Travis Jan-
2: Janko, yeah, Jankowski, he who had a a soft 400.
1: He had a sick. He has a couple sick drag bunts to start the year, uh, playing in place of a, uh, I believe, COVID-ridden Brandon Nimmo. Still, but oh, yeah. it will be. It'll, this, I mean, this is the kind of shit. This, this is the kind of guy the Mets have. Walk-off games.
2: Yeah, I mean, like like, was, like Wilmer Flores. Right
1: off, Wilmer right off, Flores right has more walk off hits in his Mets career than David Wright does. Somehow, you know oh. what I mean? Like, I mean, I know, I'm not sure that that's true, but I'm not sure it's not true.
2: Uh, Wilmer Flores already a, a favorite, a giant fan favorite.
1: And there's multiple signs in the ballpark today welcoming Wilmer back to New York. Yeah, and yeah. he's already been back since. They're still welcoming
2: yeah, him. They back. They still welcoming him back. He's hey. fucking awesome. I love him.
1: You'd love to see it.
2: Now, I uh, think that Jake Kelsey drags one to wins the game right here uh, with one out. That's, and, presi- that's, per- that's
1: precisely what I was thinking. Why isn't that your strategy here? Why don't you fucking yeah. s- squeeze him in? Let's go. Um,
2: I mean, even if you squeeze, you got another shot at a guy at third.
1: Yeah. So the AL West all bunched up except for the Texas Rangers, which is yeah. remar- remarkable. Everything's wow. bigger in Texas, including your f- your free agency failures. <laughs> um, and then that just leaves us with my NL East, uh, the Mets are seven and three, two and a half games up on the four and five Miami Marlins, three games up on the five and seven Washington Nationals, three games up on the five and seven Phillies and three and a half game, sorry, three and a half, three games up on the five and seven Braves, three and a half games up on the four and seven Phillies. I know it's early, but you love to see it. <laughs>
2: Buddy, there's no question that the Mets are going to win this division. They got Buck Showalter. He's going to turn around. You're going to win the division, and then you're going to lose the playoffs. It's just going to be another Buck Showalter season. Now, here's my and question. And then the next guy, the next guy to take over is going to win the World Series.
1: Here's my question for you, though, Les. Yeah. Is, is you know, Buck Showalter is sort of the, uh, you know, the, the, the criticism of Buck Showalter and his playoff management thus far has been the bullpen use and blah, 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 blah. Is, is a healthy DeGrom and a healthy Scherzer? Is that, does that counter buck proof? Is that buck? Is that a buck proof pitching I think staff?
2: DeGrom could proof anything, you know, I think DeGrom would be even Dave Roberts proof,
1: you know? Um, uh- Jake Arietta, by the way, uh, who recently retired, Rip Jake Arietta, uh, a great career, uh, Cubs, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Cubs yeah. hero uh, in the, on, the, on the return, the returning of a World Series to Chicago after more than 100 years. He goes on a uh, podcast that shall not be named uh, here on the, the DSPN. We don't, we do not refer to this other network, but he went on, he went on a podcast, uh, elsewhere said Jacob deGrom was far and away. The best pitcher in baseball said it was not a conversation, um, and said that if he could stay healthy and extend his career, that he actually believes he is the greatest pitcher to ever step on a mound.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: And his reasoning for that is he came into the league, in 2014 throwing 93 and now sits at a hundred whenever healthy and right. how, how is it happening? How is it possible that he just, he basically said without question, you know, he was not talking about obviously longevity and legacy and all that, but just like, inter- he, he basically said, no one has ever had the stuff that Jacob DeGrom has.
2: Right. I mean, like, like he throws the easiest 100 I've ever seen.
1: He really like, does.
2: He doesn't look like he's it, there's no effort to it. He, and he and it's the loose ever,
1: yeah. And honestly, when he had the hair, it gave it a little bit, there's a little bit more action,
2: <laughs> a little extra flick.
1: Now, yeah. now with the short hair, it really does seem like he is throwing a breezy 101 yeah. with <laughs> arm side run on the black,
2: yeah, yeah um you know i mean like listen he's he's the best of his generation for sure like um you know it kind of kind of reminds me of like the early lincecum you know but lincecum just didn't wasn't able to like hang on to it as long right he really has so like i mean listen who, who am i to tell jake Arietta that he's wrong
1: that was kind. Of, that was kind of my thoughts too. I mean, Jake Arrieta, pretty nasty stuff in his day, right? Um, you know, and he's a guy who is has been uh, a a you know sort of counterpart in the league for ma- the majority of uh, his career. Degrom was around there with him. Uh, I, I I say the same thing, and I mean, obviously, I'm a biased Jacob Degrom fan. Now, let me ask you something before we sort of dive into other other news. Um, your let us just say this, and, and I am not ruling out your uh, San Francisco Giants at all. In fact, the Giants I have the Giants have gotten uh, through the ninth after getting two guys on with no outs and are on the on to yeah. extra innings. I'm uh, not ruling out your San Francisco Giants hmm. as uh, NL West winners. I'm not ruling them out. Okay. You could win the you could will win the NL West.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: let's say you are a wild card team in and listen, this is, this is classic dirty slides for us to jump to uh, playoff hypotheticals one week into the major league baseball
2: season. Uh, it's classic dirty slides being giants, Mets playoff hypotheticals. Yeah. one week But into,
1: my, my question for you as a uh, San Francisco giants fan, uh-huh. if you had to pick, and it, all things included, Buck Showalter, Dave Roberts, the lineups, the pitching staffs, the bullpens, etc. cetera. Who would you rather have in a short series first-round matchup if you're the San Francisco Giants? Would you rather play the Dodgers or would you rather play a Mets Short team? series,
2: like a three-game series?
1: Well, it, no, it would be a five-game series, right?
2: Five-game series. Well, I mean... We played the Dodgers in a five-game series. We lost. Right. We lost that. You know, and it just came down to, like, they had more dudes than us. You know? I mean, I I think it's
1: pretty obvious that the Dodgers have the best top-to-bottom lineup in baseball.
2: Right. So, but, yeah, and that's the thing you're going to face every day. And you're only going to face DeGrom twice right in a five game series
1: and maybe and Scherzer wants maybe, maybe twice maybe twice probably well,
2: twice probably twice because i think Scherzer pitched twice in that series too and came out
1: this playoffs. and this is obviously all health just like you know everybody's healthy blah blah blah
2: right right but the dodgers now are down scherzer um It's like, would I rather play the dudes on the field or the managers? Um, I mean, I'd rather play the managers than I play the dudes, to be honest. Like, if so, who's got the – I'd probably rather play – fuck, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say I'd rather play the Mets than the Dodgers because we almost had the Dodgers. But that lineup, that Dodger lineup, is unending, bro. I know, I know, unending. So I think I'd have to say I take my chances on um, a buck screw up and Degrom and Scherzer. We face Scherzer a lot. I don't think Scherzer is really a real issue for us. We've faced him so many times. It's mainly Degrom that I really that would we'd have a hard time making right, a right. So I'd have to say I'd rather I'd rather play uh, Degrom and Scherzer twice and deal with your lineup than deal with just the unending plus Freddie Freeman, Mookie Becks, Max Muncie. Now he's a DH. Like good guy, he just never stops.
1: Okay, fair enough. I'm totally uh, fi- I'm totally fine with that. Um, how much do we hate? Uh, and this is we're bouncing all over the place today, but I'm totally okay with it. Uh, okay how much do we hate that they're still starting a fucking runner on second base and in extra innings? I thought we were done with this.
2: Listen, I don't hate it. I actually don't hate it, but I'd hate it. I'd mind it less if we were there. would be like, listen, we're going to take out the shift. We're going to leave the runner at second base in the extra innings. I'd be like, fine. It's, it's, it's not, a, it's not an issue.
1: I would have, I would have much rather stuck with the two seven inning games in a doubleheader, than the, than the runner, like, than the runner. Way, more. I would prefer that way more. No one, and especially with the way we're handling pitchers these days, we don't need eighteen innings of baseball in one day.
2: Um. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't need. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 You don't. Need, right. 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 I, I see what you're saying. Um. Well, here's the thing with the Giants trying to kill your bullpen. Destroy your bullpen from within. <laughs> like you kind of need that runner. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'd honestly thought I'd mind the runner a lot, and I actually don't. I, I like. I like there being a fucking situation as soon as. Uh, as, as soon as x training starts. Yeah. Like okay, a- we're in. We're We're in it. It's like a shootout almost.
1: Yeah. It. I. I just. I definitely hate that. Like it feels like the home team always has to play like. Are we down to give up one run? Are we playing for one run or two? You know, it almost always feels like
2: you, well, his, you're, you're, you're almost Giants,
1: conceding one run.
2: With the Giants, we're always playing for one, one run because we can only score one run. Right. <laughs> so, like, we're, we're never going to think we're going to get five runs. We're only going to get one run. And, like, it does it, – like, I just – I guess as a Giants fan, I've seen so many two-to-one, 13-inning games that I'm like, bro – just get it. Just get it over. <laughs> I've had enough torture, man.
1: I've never been so sure somebody's going to get a hit as Brandon Crawford up right now, and I know you're ahead of me, so. <laughs> I've
2: been never more unsure. <laughs> uh, uh, like, going to take a cookie right down the middle to, uh, <laughs> and not swing at it, and now he's going to now he's going to paint him. Watch. Uh, I'm ahead, so it's 2 1. I'm gonna say this he's gonna paint him down away, and then he's gonna uh, 2 2. Then he's gonna these kids uh, uh, swinging a 3 0 now. Um, Tati started that shit last year, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, while la- of- what wh- while we watch, that's the only cookie you're gonna get <laughs> after that. Uh, And then break you out. The uh, hold on, my internet's unstable.
1: Yeah, your internet has been unstable, but it's been great because you've been calling the end of this game like with like spottiness, and I love it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: cookie. Yeah, cookie. Uh,
1: Um,
2: There we go. Didn't get a hit. Nobody scored. Um, you're gonna see it in a second.
1: Oh man. All right. So here we go. He's got two one. He swings through a fastball. He's two, two. I you're you're way ahead of me at this point.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah.
1: while I watch, while I watch what you're doing, let me uh let's talk about a little more news. The Padres are the first team to reach a uniform deal, ad deal for 23. There's going to be a Motorola patch on San Diego Padres uniforms. How do you feel about the bastardization of baseball uniforms with ad logos on them?
2: Well, I'm staring at your Mets Nike one right now. So, I mean, like, I think I'm, I've been kind of unfazed by it because I've seen it in the NBA. Um, You know, it, I wish, I wish I was outraged about it, but you know, I'm honestly just more outraged about the shift. Like, (laughs) That's a little more outrageous. But it, it
1: seems, but it seems like we're working on handling the shift, and we're just now introducing the ads on jerseys.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it seems like that, but until it's out, it's it's all it's all it's all bullshit to me. I
1: think I'll agree a hundred percent, and you'll and you'll or you'll agree with me that we would we'll take we'll take every team having a an ad patch on their arm if we could just get rid of the shift
2: a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, what are we doing? What are yeah. we
1: doing? It's amazing. It's amazing that there are people who are like anti ban the shift, but like also like pro, like, you know, I, I need you to be, I need you to be just like, it's a free for all for everything. If you're, if you're not, if you're not a ban the shift guy, like I want you to be a free for all that like no nets, you know, no, fucking, uh, you know, no, no runners. Yeah. No runners, no, no padding,
2: universal DH.
1: no padding on the walls,
2: <laughs> not you not know,
1: that. just be like, I keep it pure as fucking pure as the driven snow. snow. Like I want old school, like no webbing in the glove and the fingers of the gloves. No gloves. Yeah. No gloves. <laughs>
2: no gloves. Make the feet make the base pass 120 feet again.
1: Sticky stuff no. and HGH for everybody.
2: Everybody, everybody. Play. Just, just go full. Play in wool uniform.
1: If you don't think that they should ban the shift and have a salary cap and floor, like I demand that you're just like a full libertarian baseball fan. That's like just no yeah. one get no one get involved. Let the <laughs> let the players call their balls and strikes.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: Forget robot. Umps, no, umps.
2: no, umps It's a free for all like this country should be. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I was just talking about this issue, but apparently, so here's a story from, uh, the the pitch clock is shaving 20 minutes off minor league games while scoring is nearly the same say stage set for introduction into major league baseball in 2023. I was just talking about this. We've talked about this before. Uh, Andy Ruther and I have talked about this before. I was just talking about this in Denver with a, uh, with former guest of the Joe Prano podcast, former NBA player, Paul Shirley, who is a hates the NBA now, but is a big baseball fan. Uh, He agrees uh, with, you know, something that we've said. It's like, stop trying to make the game faster. It's like the, it's like the last thing people who are baseball fans give a shit about the, the league has somehow convinced themselves that the issue, no fucking way. Did that happen? Yeah. Honestly, here's the thing. Uh, 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 Lindor makes a throw that pulls Pete Alonso off of first. Is Alonso vexed. I think I I would bet that he is absolutely not.
2: Because he's got the big, you know, the big old face mask,
1: right? Wrap.
2: And it so, looks like it looks like uh, you're good, dude. They replayed it.
1: No, he's out. He's safe. He's safe. He, uh, that,
2: right now, Alonzo is pointing to the review. And and he was like, OK, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No, but I agree with you that all this stuff trying to make the game faster. He's off the back.
1: Let's uh, let, let me talk about one thing with Pete yeah, Alonso first. Uh, you're good. Pete Alonso is currently averaging, I think, six RBI a game. If he's the DH,
0: <laughs>
1: what the fuck is he even doing out there late in games? Like, like they pinch hit Dom, put him in at fucking first. Pete, like, I don't know how that how that works. Yeah, but Pete Alonso, I don't know how it works with the. But like honestly, I I just is are they showing us? I mean, you you know what's happened, already. Oh, it's he's out. He's out.
2: He's out. He's out. That's it. Looked to me like he pulled him off the bag. I want to look at all these happy the, jerseyites right here. But
1: this, no, 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 no. Jersey, um, jerseyites are Yankees fans. Last, like,
2: I think the thing with Pete Alonso is I think <laughs> this
1: <laughs> this episode of the dirty this this episode of the dirty slides this episode of the dirty slides podcast is just uh uh audio poison for our listeners we're watching a game with a janky internet connection we're going back and forth between talking about news and highlights and and the 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 what will probably be 2 day old Giants Mets game when people listen to this <laughs> but we we can wrap this up because we're already in extra innings and I'm coming over to your place for the next game but let's talk uh since you're walking through the last layer
2: Need to find what the what the what the deal is with the internet.
1: Well, you're crisp in this room.
2: Fuck. Well, this is where the internet starts. (laughs) Let's
1: so let's talk about let's talk pitch clocks, and then I'll do a quick slide into our uh, our our DMS. Uh, (laughs) Do we agree? Like, let's like the only people who give a shit are like this. I feel like Major League Baseball has like one person who like. Uh, you know I don't know maybe it's Rob Manfred's like grandson or something like that who's like the problem is it's too slow (laughs) the only thing slower than baseball
0: I think (laughs) it's
2: is this internet connection yeah
1: I was about to say (laughs)
2: Um, I I think his granddaughter's an influencer and she was like oh my god baseball it's so slow and then he freaked out and uh, tried to put a pitch clock in there (laughs) I don't know I don't know. It, it's 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 a ridiculous thing to try to to try to improve um, as, as long as you have the shift and as right. long as you have all these uh, bullpen changes. And the only reason you've got all these pitching changes is because of all this information you have about who hits ground balls at night and whatever. Just yeah. let your athletes yeah. be athletes and people are going to want to watch.
1: I, I agree 100, percent. and uh, it's like I, I love that the dirty slides stance is we're literally not talking about any issues in baseball until you ban the shift
2: <laughs> and watch all your all your problems go away. Tell me about your problems after you ban the shift.
1: Yeah. Oh, you 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 think the game's just slow? Ban the shift, and we'll talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna make a hard line stance, Joe.
1: Well, I am going to go into our uh, I'm going to go into our uh, DMS here yeah, um, and we'll do a couple of these and then uh, we'll get this wrapped up because we're having Internet issues. And also, I got to get over to your place for the next game, game two. so we can uh, enjoy game two of this uh, double header. Um, let's see what we got here. One, which is a very easy question, was who's trying harder, the Mets to win or the Reds to lose? That's from <laughs> Alex Coker, coacher. And uh, I think the Reds are not trying to lose. They're just not at all trying to win.
2: Oh no. oh, no, I think I think no one is trying harder to lose than the Mets. I mean, than the Reds, like their GM said, what else are you going to do? Yeah. What else are you going to do? Watch this team lose. Yeah. The reds, the reds are winning and losing.
1: Um, here is a, uh, this is let the dirty sports, dirty slides, Dave Roberts, crap fest commence condoms are for Dave Roberts. This is from regarding Dave Roberts, pulling Clayton Kershaw while he was throwing a perfect game.
2: I I can't believe we, we, yeah. Uh, uh, what the fucking fuck? Just when I thought Dave Roberts couldn't get any dumber.
1: My only what? justification for it is is early in the season and Kershaw kind of fell apart the last couple of years, late in the year. So, like, you know, this is sort of unacceptable if it's in any month but April.
2: I yeah, but we we know who Kershaw is now. Right. He's never been a playoff guy. He's old now. This would be like, I'm just like, I mean, I guess Kershaw didn't want to be in there and he didn't want to try it for the perfect game. So what do I care? Because it's down to Kershaw. He didn't want to do it. Right. Like, you know, I'm like, Andrew Friedman buzzes down to a Dave Roberts says, pull him. Uh, Dave Roberts says, but he's got a perfect game. Um, Andrew Friedman is like, I don't care. We need to shave his So Dave Roberts goes out there and he goes, uh Freeman says I gotta pull you, it's a perfect game, but you know, you're Clayton Kershaw, you're a fucking Hall of Famer. What do you want to do? I uh, want to go home. Yeah. No, that's I mean, I, I I can't only I can only blame Dave Roberts for so much.
1: Right, exactly.
2: Does he do that with Max Scherzer? think Max Scherzer's coming out?
1: Max, Max Scherzer, don't don't even fucking talk to me. <laughs>
2: get out of here he was probably like you start fucking walking towards him as he's go coming out
1: go just, fucking oh, jerk yeah. off the robot it told you this is a fucking good idea to fucking yeah. talk to me
2: yeah but Kirsch was like
1: cool man yeah <laughs> great i'm a fucking bulldog i <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know max scherzer's attitude has not grown on me even though he's a met but jesus christ uh he's he's good <laughs> Yeah, I I said I said that the whole time. He's good, but Jesus Christ, the attitude's ridiculous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he's a bulldog, Joe.
1: I know. I just love I can't I, I I only imagine that my favorite part of this Mets team is like I imagine Buckshow Walter uh Maxures are not wanting Buckshow Walter to talk to him and Buckshow Walter having no interest in talking to him and therefore there being no issue whatsoever. <laughs>
2: The perfect manager and player relationship.
1: The, the the only issue is Max Scherzer doesn't get to convince himself to be angry because his manager tied to talk to him just because Buck Scherzer is like, I don't give a fuck what he does. I'm not even going to take him out personally. I'm just going to go fucking send the pitching coach out there to do yeah, it. Yeah, send
2: him out there. I don't care. I and know, then,
1: and then Scherzer comes up and tries to talk to Buck and he's like, don't even fucking talk to me.
2: Yeah, get out of here,
0: Bulldog. You're already
1: out of the game. Get yeah, the fuck yeah. out of my face.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So uh well Laz, I think we should just wrap this up so I can get this loaded and we can get uh yeah. get on uh get on to the second game of the doubleheader at the Laz Lair. Come over and hang with Do the it. cats. Do you have a strong uh fuck 'em lined up for this week?
2: Man, who was I saying fuck them to like uh <laughs> earlier in this podcast? I forgot. It was uh not really. Just like honestly, Clayton Kershaw for not trying, fuck him.
1: Yeah, I'm into you know? that. I mean, because let me say this: I said on the Dirty Sports Podcast that like I'm I'm okay with it because you know it's early in the year, there's a shortened spring training, etc. But I actually like the take that like he definitely doesn't come out if he doesn't want to. Yeah, and that is. You know, I've I've shit on Max Scherzer for the bulldog shit, but I'm gonna shit on Clayton Kershaw. The other can't everybody just be Jacob Degrom? <laughs> <laughs> just be really goddamn good at baseball and shut the fuck up.
2: Yeah, seriously, I don't even know what his voice sounds like.
1: Yeah, not a lot of people do.
2: What do you think it sounds like? I <laughs> pitch? Absolutely when you, not. When you dream about you about Degrom in your in your dreams. What does he sound
1: like? I know what his voice sounds like in real life, but in my dreams, he sounds like Darth Vader. (laughs) He's just out on the mound with that glove in front of his nose. (sighs) (laughs) I breathe through the black glove. (laughs) I know,
2: 103 now.
1: Um, Yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, Laz, where can everybody find you?
2: Uh, You find me on Andy Lazarus on all uh, social mediums, social medias.
1: You can find me at Joe Prano on all social media, except for Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. You can find me at shows in New York City this week. I'll be at multiple Mets games while I am home. Uh, Sorry for the uh, uh, internet connection issues. I think we were were both having that today. So hopefully it didn't make for too janky an episode. Uh, We'll be back soon. Um, I'll have two weeks of, of nothing but uh, time while I'm in New York dog sitting. So we'll be back. We'll definitely get an episode in while I'm gone. Uh, so slide into our mentions uh, at Dirty Slides on Twitter. Slide into our DMs. We'd love any uh, hot takes, questions, comments, concerns, and all other sliding thoughts so that we can go to you guys for the next episode. Uh, the way Dave Roberts goes to the bullpen in the middle of a perfect game. So tune in next time. Tune in this time. Share, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And of course, for just being a kind of a pussy. I'm a cunt. Fuck Clayton Kershaw.
0: Fuck em.